is Mika. I'm Victoria. And this is A Word at the Table. Today we have a guest joining us. My Hi. sister Rebecca. We got brand new mamas at the table mm-hmm. with the babies. Yes. Yeah. So the baby Mike is sleeping. Um, Rebecca's a mom too, but yes. her baby's sleeping. So Nyla's how old? Nyla is now seven months. Seven and months. And my right? Aw. Is she crawling in it? She crawls, yes. Mm. And she says, mama. Say mama. Of course, she's not going to say it now. And she also says, dada. Mm-hmm. And she tries to grab everything, so now she has to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna take her out of the room and be back. Bye, Nyla. <laughs> How old is Mike Jr.? Mike is six months old. Oh, six months. Six weeks old. He's sweet old? Six weeks today. Oh, look at Aww. him. Hi. Yeah, he's big. He's a big And he looks sweet. like me. Yeah, he does not look like me, unfortunately. I don't know who he looks like Mike. Yeah. That's like Mike, baby. Huh? I'm not that familiar with Mike's face. Maybe he looks like Mike? No. no. But he's still forming. He's still forming. Yeah, we don't know who he looks like. He, well, he has a round face like Mike, I guess. Mm. Like, he has Mike's essence. Yeah. <laughs> So I definitely wanted to talk about like childbirth and like mothers and stuff like that. So like when I think about like becoming a mom, it's always the childbirth part that like scares. Not like so right. It's just like that is always so gory. I can never like watch the the videos of like you know when people do that. Yeah. <laughs> how how are your labor stories? So if you I relate to that because I still have not watched the whole Lamaze video of a woman pushing a baby out. I haven't watched it. And I was pregnant and I was so like. Did you guys videotape? Did I videotape it? Yeah. Nah. No, okay. (laughs) No, absolutely not. I don't need to see all that. And I, I mean, I didn't have to push because I had a C-section, emergency C-section. Well, I guess I'll tell a little bit of the labor story. um, Nyla was a breech baby, which means that instead of being upside down and ready to come out, she was right side up. So she was sitting um, on my pelvis, I guess, rather than being flipped upside down. So uh, when I was in labor with her, although I was ready to deliver her, uh, regularly, uh, but her heart rate dropped because she was in distress while my um, uter- uterus was contracting. So her heart rate dropped. So they had to do an emergency C-section and they got her out and they were like, oh my gosh, she's upside down. So they didn't even know the reason why her heart rate was down was because she was upside down um, or right side up, I should say. Um, so they, I had a C-section and I was very, very, very upset because I was really looking forward to like pushing and although I was scared to push, I was looking <laughs> forward to it. Um, but uh, I think seven months post C-section, I'm like, I've come to terms with it, but for a very long time, I was very upset, angry at the doctors even angry at God to, uh, to some extent, because I really thought like my, my pregnancy was 
amazing. I had no complications. The beginning was a little like, you know, you have nausea and you're not feeling well, but no. my whole pregnancy, I was, I was doing everything. I was running around. Like every time she looked at me, she'd be like, what's wrong with you? Go sit somewhere. But like I was, <laughs> I was right. Yeah. I was absolutely, um, normal and my doctors were like oh you're gonna do great every time I ask questions about c-sections they're like you don't need to worry about that because there's no indications that you will need one or like because you're perfectly healthy and yada 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 but yeah so but long story short Nyla is healthy um mm, she's wow. great so I thank God that I'm healthy. I'm, I healed well. Uh, so I had no complications post-surgery. So yeah, I'm happy with the outcome. That was so good for No. Like if I'm going to speak life when I get pregnant, when I get pregnant, I kind of want to opt for a C-section. Like, can you like, you know, opt from the beginning for that? You can. You can. Some, oh, people, yeah. some people do it. And before before doing a c-section i would have never said yes to it but now that i had one i'm like i'm kind of glad that i didn't have to push <laughs> so Gigi's joining us guys hey. Yay. let's say hi to Gigi. <laughs> get ready to say hi, hi Gigi. <laughs> hey y'all what's up we're good <laughs> Good, We're good, sharing good. labor stories. Well, I guess I could give my story, right? Yeah. So, um, sure. well, my pregnancy and labor were completely different than hers. I was actually a high-risk pregnancy. My doctors kept telling me, you're probably going to have a C-section. You're probably going to have to be induced. But again, I was pretty healthy during my um, pregnancy. I had no I didn't even have, I wasn't even nauseous. I had no pregnancy symptoms. I was perfectly fine, but I was high risk because um, I had gestational diabetes while I was pregnant. But instead of being induced, I gave birth naturally two weeks early. And I actually had a prayer because Mikael told me that one of her coworkers slept through her labor. <laughs> yeah. So I prayed to God that I would sleep through my labor. And I actually did. I Mikael woke me up and I was just like, yeah. I think I'm having contractions. So I woke her up. <laughs> it was one o'clock in the afternoon. I woke her up. I like phone call because again, we don't live near each other. I called her and I'm like, so how are you feeling? Because she she had told me, oh, she's going to clean. She's going to perm her hair. She's going to make, make a lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. Because when I talked to you last night, you sounded like, you know, something was going to happen. Although she said she was fine, but I could tell she was off from the way she <laughs> sounded. Uh, so by one o'clock when I woke her up, one o'clock in the afternoon, she was like, I'm, I'm feeling like my body feels weird. I'm like, what do you mean weird? She's like, it just feels like something's happening, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And I'm like, call your doctor. And as I'm on the phone with her, like five minutes into our conversation, she kind of like, she's like, oh, I'm feeling something. <laughs> and then another five minutes passed. So which means that her contractions at that point were five, five minutes, minutes apart. apart. Mm. So which means she had been laboring in her in sleep. In my sleep, like I prayed. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, so I called my doctor and I was just like, um, I think I'm in labor. And he was like, no, you're not due for another two weeks. We're supposed to induce you next week. So you're definitely not in labor. And I was just like, okay, bye. <laughs> so I hung up and I was just like, I'm going back to sleep. So I'm sleeping and I'm like, I really don't feel okay. Like there's something happening. It wasn't pain. It was more like a, like a period cramp kind of. Okay. So I was just like, you know what, let me, let me call them again. Cause now it's happening like every four minutes. So I call and then he's like, fine, since you are feeling kind of weird, just come in. We'll see what's happening. Was he annoyed? <laughs> he was, he was definitely annoyed that I called. Oh so my God. I, you know the thing, right? That yeah. like doctors don't believe black women, like that's like statistically yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, Mike was like, so actually this whole time I'm, I'm laying down. So I haven't gotten up. So I actually stand up and I'm like, oh my God, this is the craziest pain I've ever felt. <laughs> it was just like actual labor pain at this point. So Mike, I don't know, he was amazing. I was freaking out, but he was completely calm. He drove me to the hospital. I yeah. walk in and I'm talking to the lady at the front desk. At this point, my, my contractions are like two minutes apart. <laughs> And she was like, this baby's coming out. <laughs> yeah. So I go into the, um, they take me up to the labor. labor and delivery. And I don't know, I guess within a couple hours, yeah. the baby's well, we out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, like I thought I would have to have a C-section because again, my um, I was high risk. I was supposed to be induced. She had a very healthy no Easy. complication <laughs> pregnancy she ended up getting a c-section yeah. emergency c-section you never so, know like i think the bible says like you can't predict a pregnancy right like, you can't says, you can't predict when the baby's gonna come or how it's gonna come what's yeah. gonna happen well they say so, they they said i think it says like it compares jesus coming back as in a woman going into labor yeah like how sudden it is and how unpredictable yeah because i was literally perfectly fine minutes before yeah and then but again i I, it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be i was as afraid as you vicky and mikhail were because i i was slightly wanting a (laughs) c-section i wanted a a (laughs) c-section but like i said even pushing wasn't that hard for me it was just mm-hmm. literally i pushed for 40 minutes and the baby was out which is my cool. tolerance is like embarrassingly low like embarrassingly low <laughs> so that's why i don't want to play myself like people are like girl <laughs> I mean, I had an epidural, but um, the epidural didn't kick in because they gave it to me and literally two minutes later, I was pushing. Mm. So it didn't even kick in yet. How so long I, does it take for that to kick in? Um, It's supposed to be pretty instantaneous, mm-hmm. but like... It depends I, on how your body, they don't know how your body will be. Yeah, I felt that. everything. Yeah. But like so after crazy. I finished pushing, that's when I didn't feel anything after <laughs> After the baby came out, that's when the epidural started working. Um, So many things could happen. Yeah, even right after, like like I said, everything was fine. But afterwards, I had some complications. But the baby's healthy. By the grace of God, we're all good. Yeah, baby's healthy. I'm healthy. Yeah, Yeah. it wasn't as bad as I thought. (laughs) 
and I hug my mom tightly tomorrow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it made me in any more appreciative of my mom yeah. for sure mm -hmm. have you ever guys um have you guys ever heard of a push gift yes, yes. <laughs> did we get one no because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know about it that push gift one <laughs> so Nancy told me like, all the labor pains and stuff like your husband is supposed to basically you know give you like a, a gift and stuff like that. he said so, he was gonna give me a gift i have yet to see it so <laughs> you about it yeah he told me he was like i want to get you something what, what would you like i'm like whatever you want to give me again so this is what i wanted to ask you guys all right this is um practicality out of the window right mm -hmm. what is your desired push gift I know mine, I've never been pregnant, but I'm like, listen, if I had to go through that, I know exactly what I want. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I, now, I wouldn't want it before the baby. Now that I've had a baby, I would want a vacation. That's Somehow, a but, like, I don't know how I would need, cause like, yeah, I, it has to be a, a really good tropical vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think. My cousin, uh, his, Girlfriend, yeah, my cousin took his girlfriend on vacation. I think it's a push gift, but they have to yeah. take the baby. <laughs> they have to take the baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I guess we wanted to do a baby moon, but because of COVID, we weren't able to. Mm -hmm. um, What's a baby moon? A baby moon is like a honeymoon before the baby, but like while you're pregnant oh, in your what? second trimester, you go on vacation somewhere because yeah, like it's the last time it's gonna be just you two, but yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be somebody else. You gotta the worry about. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess my ideal push gift would be like a night nurse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you always want thing. your push gift to be? I know that's like I don't have kids. I don't I don't know. But I'm assuming I would really love to sleep. I'm assuming because I'm like I, I, you know but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I ever hear. Like women like, ooh, get your sleep in now. Like it's like, oh okay. Like it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mikhail and my mom were my night nurses, so that helped. Yeah. <laughs> I already have like five Haitian ladies that are already plotting. No fancy more. Already plotting. I already know yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yes, you're gonna need all the help, right? Come on through, Automali. Yeah. Like, please come through. When you have a baby, whatever help people offer, Take accept it. it. Even if you feel like it's they're doing too much, they're going overboard. Take it. You need it. Six of others. Yeah. 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 Shout out to the single moms too. This is gonna oh sound so God. wait, what'd you say? I said shout out to the single moms too. Oh for real. I don't know how they do it because mm. I'm barely managing and I have Mike there 24-7, almost 24-7 when he's not at work. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I can't help with the postpartum, like if you know, if you're like by yourself, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That kind of reminds me of like little fires everywhere. Oh yeah. You didn't watch. No, I didn't watch. But like, if I, my, if my husband wanted to ask me what my push gift was going to be, this is going to sound so vain, right? But I've had this on my agenda for at least 10 years. I would want to get my boobs done. After, after I breastfeed. Wait, I breastfeed. 
Yes. Wait, now that you've said it, that's yes. actually what, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I already want a reduction. I already but, make them perfect. Make them perfect. Yes. And then another thing, another thing I would say, I wish I took pictures of my bare breasts because mm. I miss them. <laughs> They're not the same. Wow. And I don't think they'll ever be the same. According to my lactation nurse, she was like, yeah. She was like, look at when I when I was in the hospital after just delivering now, she's like, Well, you have nice breasts. You're like, thank you. She's like, Well, they're never gonna be the same. Yeah, at least she gave you a warning, you know. Yeah. yeah, well, we're giving you the warning now. Take a picture. Take a picture so you can admire it at some point. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're breastfeeding or pumping or any of that. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Mm. Yeah. They change. Okay. So <laughs> definitely wanted me to um get into the topic. Um I wanted to uh talk about children of men. I know it's not like the most basic motherhood um Mother's Day movie, but it definitely does depict like the gift that mother motherhood does give society or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. so before I get into it um before we get into it did you guys keep like the Christian themes of the movie I did oh man I saw it so long ago because it came out oh, a long oh yeah time it ago. came out like years ago but, yeah. yeah I didn't watch it recently so I I don't remember but I feel like now that you've mentioned it I feel like I kind of remember but I, I didn't watch it recently I meant to but Maybe. <laughs> so basically when he first walks into the barn and sees her naked with the pregnant belly that's supposed to like symbolize like Mary in the manger and like hope and stuff like that yeah right I thought that actually now that you mentioned it I thought it when I saw it yes mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's supposed to represent that and there are a, a couple of others but I remember that one and also when the child is born and everybody's like quiet, it's supposed to symbolize like how like hopeful, like uh, this child is supposed to like represent, like, you know, it's, it's supposed to like quiet the destruction and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. how God has given you hope. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think it was also like, kind of like holy. Like it's like mm -hmm. once the baby came, it was like, like you said, everything just stopped. Like all of the fighting, all of the mayhem, it was like the baby was just like a new beginning mm -hmm. um, in that moment or in that scene. Yeah, because like life is restarting again. Mm -hmm. What did you guys think about Key, um, the mom? What did you guys think about her as a character? She was tough. Yeah, huh? I think she was, um, I think she was in, she, she didn't understand the gravity of her situation mm -hmm. like, for a lot of it. I mean, I mean, clearly she was young. About right? Yeah, she was super young, so mm -hmm. you know, she, didn't, she didn't even technically want kids. Like she was yeah. just like chilling, living her life, you know. And then she had this baby, you know. Like yeah. Yeah. I think the guy asked her, um, "Oh, what's the dad's name?" And she was like, "I don't know their names." I was like, "Okay, mm -hmm. girl." <laughs> I was like, yeah. All right. But um, I also I did like how like um she was really um. I don't know what the word is, but um, particular with who she trusted with her baby. Like she wasn't just like, oh yeah, let me just go with everyone. Mm -hmm. But like, 
mm-hmm. know, she trusted um, that woman and she was like, the lady told me to trust you and no one else. Like she was very like adamant about like protecting her baby. Cause That's I what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, once she had her child, she transformed into like this, she felt the weight of I'm responsible for this. Like, cause mm-hmm. she was protecting her baby the whole time like after she had this baby she was holding on to it for dear life um so I thought yeah it's very sad it's a very sad movie but it's also it also shows the beauty in what gift it is to have to be able to reproduce Mm -hmm. like to have children like if you if we as human beings if if it's the if if we are the last generation and we can't have any kids any longer like what's the point of doing things for the future what's the point of taking care of the planet or taking care of your body or trying to be healthy or even trying to be a moral person yeah there's no reason for it yep so apparently um key is supposed to represent like the feminist critique on like um reproductive rights so Mm -hmm. it, it was a stretch like i was watching this video on it and i was like oh i see where she's going with it so basically she is a woman, right, who experiences the miracle of childbirth, whether or not she asked for it or not, like the, the baby could have been deemed as an accident, or mm-hmm. right, but they treat her not as like a mother, they treat her as like a machine. She doesn't have like autonomy of her own uh, decisions, what happens to her, what happens to her baby, like, it's like, you have to produce this child for the good of society. It's not it's not about you and your own personal life anymore. It's about us, all yeah. right? So that's like the feminist critique about like, you know, pro-choice, pro-life and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I definitely can see that because once mm-hmm. the baby, cause it was such, it's not like a random baby. Once the baby is born, it's, that's the future. That's our future. That's everyone's future. So yeah, she definitely lost herself in the mix of everything, especially because she had a baby girl too. Mm-hmm. Cause now it's like you had a baby girl, so that now your your girl it. can have. Oh, a oh yeah, it wasn't a boy. Mm. Oh, yeah. I would say for me too. Like, well, one of the messages I'm getting it from it is like, you know, like in the movie, obviously it was a miracle because that was like the only baby. But like, it's a miracle for us too. Like, I think I think we oh, need to yeah. really like, you know. I guess redefine how we think of miracles because I think we always think of like you know like uh, moving a mountain or like I don't mm-hmm. know something crazy but yeah. it's like we have, there's miracles every day we just oh. kind of get used to them I guess definitely. and so that definition isn't as uh potent mm-hmm. as it should be yeah 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 giving birth is yeah and actually seeing the baby because I remember like because I had a lot of ultrasounds during my pregnancy I think my first one was at like at eight weeks or nine weeks mm-hmm. and I've had and I had one ultrasound every month just watching like literally this little thing grow into like a, a dot yeah literally <laughs> grow into a human because like when you see the first thing I'm like okay whatever I don't know what that is <laughs> like, I had no, like I had no I had no it was just like okay I don't know just a little thing yeah no I and get then that. like every yeah. month like you actually see it transform into a person and I was just like that's amazing and then when he actually came out and I looked at him I was like 
What? Yeah. <laughs> so aliens. An absolute <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first the I because again of COVID, I didn't have regular doctor's visits. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, so like February was my first all maybe fe- end of January, February was my first ultrasound at eight weeks or so. Um and I saw this little thing it was like a little crescent shape Mm -hmm. and with little arms and legs and it was like this it wasn't even fingers it was just (laughs) it looked like a little frog um and so that was my ultrasound at eight weeks and then I didn't get to have another ultrasound until I was like 21 or 22 weeks and then I saw Nyla when she was born um so it's yeah, it, it is mind-blowing. Or even to see the body, like how your belly expands so mm-hmm. big and then it goes back to being small. And it's yeah. like, how? How you does that make organ. You grow a whole organ. Yeah, the placenta. A yeah, I didn't see, I didn't want to see my placenta. Oh, I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you grow a whole separate organ just for your baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you like, did you guys do anything with your placentas? Like, the, it's all right. That's all I did. That's all I did. I looked at it. I didn't look at it. I didn't want to see it. Just, no. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. People talk about eating that all the time. And I'm just like, hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Not if you look at the it. The doctors <laughs> asked, do you want your placenta? I was like, um, like, I felt so appalled by why would you ask me if I want <laughs> They're like, well, some people want it. I don't. Please keep it. Yeah, I know some people do the encapsulation of it. Yeah. It's like, like an art piece. But There's again, some people make the pillows and some people make the patties. It was very gross. So I would never do anything with it. I was like, nope, throw it out. <laughs> I don't want to ju- judge anyone, but that sounds like border- borderline. Well, I won't say it. No. no. Like Wiccan? Cannibalism. <laughs> Mm. Oh, eating it? Yeah. I mean, I could understand if you, I don't know, maybe you want to keep it like as a souvenir. No, keeping it, yeah. Not keeping it, I understand. Not eating it. I would eat it. If I kept it, I would like find use for it. I'm not saying I want to eat it or I would eat it, but I, if the opportunity, I would like contemplate it. Yeah, why not? There was this one story. I think my college professor told me this, or some some white man. I don't remember. I have to like think about what he was saying. How um he he knew this woman who turned them into patties and then fed them to like a party of hers. And wait, yeah. so no, nobody was aware of this. I think he said afterwards. Either she like made it known beforehand or afterwards. I don't know. But I was like, that was the first time I heard it being turned into a patty. I was like, what? These white people are doing what? <laughs> doing what? I was, if she didn't are. tell me before that. I would have. I would have sued her. I would have sued her for. Like, I, I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sue you and the baby. <laughs> no, but it looks. It looks like an organ. So it's not. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like liver, like oh um liver or something. Oh. It's like a jiggly piece of yeah, it looks, red yeah with like I, I the picture that I saw it, it had like black <laughs> oh yeah, 
Mike has offered me to see her placenta. I'm yeah, like, Mike took a picture of it. You can keep that. <laughs> How does one act that without sounding creepy? Hey. No, Mike was like, no. <laughs> no um, they showed us the, like, after I gave birth, like, I was just talking to, I don't know, like, I literally, it's, like, I know how bad the pain is and how weird it is to give birth, but afterwards, it's like, you've gone through such a big thing. Oh. that like I was just talking to the nurses and doctors like nothing just happened <laughs> like I didn't just push a baby out and then they were like oh do you want to see the placenta it was just like so normal to just Mike's like oh yeah let me take my camera out and snap a pic and I'm just like huh <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. that's, that's how they I think when Nyla came out um, and she cried they were like oh my gosh because they were expecting her to be in respiratory distress mm -hmm. but she cried right away and they were like, she's beautiful. Oh my gosh, her hair. And they handed her to Neskin because I couldn't hold her. Um, and the doctors were like, where are your phones? Where are your phones? Like six pictures. And yeah. so they took pictures of him, pictures of me. Like, and they just carry on. And meanwhile, I still, my stomach is still open. <laughs> they haven't sold me up yet. Like, yeah, it's just wow. But the surgeon is like, because I, I think they're like, they're doing their job, but they're trying to, I don't know, calm you down, calm you down and keep you, you I know. didn't realize that you're awake during a C-section, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, but you don't, I, you don't feel anything if you're well, uh, uh, an So I, I was, they put a curtain up so you can't see anything. He stood up like they literally he stood like trying to stand up they're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> that a couple of times um when Nyla cried like he was like and he cried I was I was like oh I've I, I only saw him cry at our wedding when I walked down the aisle and then wow. I never saw him cry besides Aww. that and I was like, oh, I guess this was nice. But I was like, I guess this was nice. <laughs> but I think I was like, when, because like you're on the medication and you're not all there, especially with all the pain of labor. Yeah. Um, like, but once you have the baby, you literally, like, I can't, I know at one point I felt like I was going to die because of the pain. That's how bad it was. But I can't quantify i can't remember how bad it was like it's not like when i think back i'm like oh trauma like mm -hmm. there's no trauma in thinking back on how painful it was because you literally can't remember the pain yeah, yeah. it's really weird. like you forget what you just went through yeah it's super weird i because i remember like it was the pain like i said i slept through most of the labor so i didn't have a lot of pain for a long time so but like right before the birth was like my highest like the worst that the that I felt it and it's like the minute they handed me um the baby I held them and I was just like it's like literally it just that went away nice. yeah it's like oh I'm yeah right. it's like yeah. I just well, do nice. I'm not gonna do it again but oh. I, could do it again. <laughs> I would like to do it again yeah and I also don't cry it was the first time I've ever cried from happiness I think like when they handed it I to wish me. I had a picture of it. I don't I don't cry ever. Like they handed it to me. I was just like ah. Mike was like, Why are you crying? 
what's going on? I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, I don't cry from being happy ever. This was the first time I was just like, wow, okay. I'm an yeah. easy cry and I didn't cry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't cry when she when I saw her. I was like, oh cool, my daughter. Yay. <laughs> right out of it. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was like, the first thing I said, I was like, oh my gosh, she looks like Neskin. <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, she has dimples, yay! Because she smiles. Um, yeah. So when they gave him the it's like, this baby looks nothing like me. <laughs> yeah, he was very yellow. Yeah, he was super yellow. I was yeah, like, he looks so Asian. I was like, what is Yeah, and his eyes, and I'm just like, yeah. what is this? This is like, what is this baby? <laughs> members when I was first first born I, I'm yeah. starting to think that my parents are just showing me random pictures of babies I'm like who is this, this is still me okay all right yeah I only thought I was a boy so like there are some newborn pictures of me and like baseball gear and like I look like a little <laughs> boy. <laughs> that's funny I'm like who is this <laughs> that's I'm happy your parents didn't have any like gender identity you know roles <laughs> like they just put you in baseball we don't have any other clothes put that baby in <laughs> oh well, never mind I thought it was just like a, a act of like liberation like she can be whatever she wants our baby brother uh so for his, my mom's baby shower they gave her some pink clothes she put those on on my brother I mean, like, oh, some type of way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm transforming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who cares? So, did you guys have anything else? He looked like a girl too when he was born. <laughs> what happened? No, I said he actually looked like a girl when he was born. So when when he put those pink clothes on, I was like, oh no, he looks like a girl. <laughs> self-sacrificial like for the baby like everyone it was like everyone it was like that last piece that everyone needed to give in order for the baby to like make it it's like everyone definitely gave themselves like mm. sacrifice themselves like I remember I think one of the ladies just like got hit like randomly in the head for something like just for to make a distraction so that nobody could tell that she was pregnant and then even um even to the end the guy dies on the boat <laughs> So, oh, spoiler, spoiler alert, sorry. Everybody dies in that movie. Yeah, just for the baby. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. But it's, I feel like that death is like, the death for new life is a little bit like 
more hopeful because at least you're, you know, you're not just dying for no reason. Yeah. You're dying for bigger than you. Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, your life was like bigger than yours. It was to mm-hmm. keep, like for life to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. I'd recommend watching the movie if you want to check it out. It's on Peacock for free. And it's streaming on Amazon, but I think you can, you have to rent it from Amazon. Yeah. Yes. I think you could watch on Amazon Prime, I think. Right? I think it was like, um, yeah, oh, sorry, I'm lying. <laughs> the director, I think he was saying that um, the scariest type of dystopian that we can have is some, uh, like a dystopian is like a, a scary type of future. The scariest type of future that we can have is one that we're already kind of living or whatever, right? And I felt like he said that because we already, not that like no one's infertile, like everybody's infertile, not like that, but like, I feel like maybe he meant that as we already kind of police people's bodies. I don't know what he meant by that. I don't know. Um. I think, uh, especially now during the pandemic, I was reading an article how um, this 2020 had the least amount of births ever since they've been recording births. And I would have thought mad people would have got pregnant because of the quarantine. I, I, I thought it was because I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how people that got pregnant. Everybody will get pregnant. <laughs> no, apparently, yeah. Um, the birth rate has been, it's been declining a lot over the years, but 2020 has been the lowest. Mm. So it, it is a little bit scary to think mm. that um, my baby's grad, like kindergarten class is going to be super small compared to other like you know previous um generations um yeah it's definitely a little scary and when you think about like countries like japan where people aren't having kids anymore that's true but at least that's like kind of their choice you know it's not like it's it's a choice but it's also a choice i feel like is being forced upon us just because of the way that life is like people aren't having kids not because they don't want to a lot of times it's because they can't afford it Mm-hmm. Like um, cost of living is high. Um, yeah. All careers are demanding, so it's, yeah, it's a lot. Oh, we should do an episode on that. Careers, on, like yeah. what it, motherhood means for it's a lot. Yeah. Career women. Oh yeah, mm. make this a whole Mother's Day series. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to either talk about this, like you know, infertility and the miracle of birth. Or talk about like um, like Vicky Scott the and like you know all the moms that had to lose their children due to like racism last year alone like it, it was a lot you know yes yeah. especially the fact that I have a black son mm-hmm. it's scary super scary yeah so it sounds like a series is coming working mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, moms of black sons, all that. <laughs> it's a lot. We black people were resilient. And um, Gigi, in the video that you sent me with uh, uh, TD Jakes, Bishop TD Jakes, he talked about, you know, when I sit here as a black man, I sit here with the weight of my ancestors mm. on me. So to think about all that we have been through as a people, we are resilient, we're strong. And for us to still be alive and well and smiling and hopeful and joyful and yeah thriving not just surviving we are a special people so yeah yeah 
So mm-hmm. definitely appreciate life. For sure. yeah. For sure. All right. So I guess that's it. This was a good, good talk. <laughs> Love the insight of the stories. Happy um, Mother's Day to all mamas. mamas, thank mamas. You. Yes, happy Mother's Day. From a word at the table. <laughs> and this is a word at the table. For joining. Comment, subscribe, share. Yes. All that. Give us insight too, you know? What'd you say? I said, give us insight too, if you guys know words that you want to have at the table and stuff like that. I like right? that. Well, I was trying to make it, I was trying to make it. <laughs> yeah. Put on word. Hi, right? I see what you did there. I see. <laughs>